W fans on show. We're going to discuss why guests should experiment with other Disney foods and not keep eating the same things over and over. We're also going to have the latest Disney World news, and I'm not going to keep you waiting for that. We're going to get into it right now. So take it away, Jess. Hey there, folks. Here's the news for the week. Blizzard Beach is reopening on Monday, November 6th, with Typhoon Lagoon's last day being Sunday, November 5th, and it will close for refurbishment. The new Epcot nighttime fireworks show, Luminous, the Symphony of Us, debuts on December 5th, and we now have a showtime that has just been announced, which is 9.30 p.m. My Disney experience has just updated details on the show, which is delight in a dramatic show designed to bring us all together. Marvel at a dazzling pageant of fireworks, fountains, music, and lights set to an original composition. New music, along with evocative selections from the Disney songbook, come together to remind us that we are more alike than we are different. And there's some new concept art, so check that out. There are new details on Jollywood Nights and what it will offer. A new show at the Theater of Stars called Disney Holidays in Hollywood, and it looks extravagant. There will be a Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along, new holiday outfits celebrating the glitz and glamour of Hollywood, a DJ playing merry mashups, classics, and modern beats with Powerline Max, Rescue Rangers, Chippendale, and Phineas and Ferb. There will be photo opportunities and digital downloads of your Disney Photo Pass photos, and they are included with the ticket for the event. Tower of Terror will be lit up with holiday scenes, and snow will fall along Sunset Boulevard. It sounds like an exciting night indeed. Tickets are on sale still for most Mondays and Wednesdays from November 20th and December 20th. There is a new name to the Disney military. It was used to be the Disney military promotional ticket, but now it is called the Disney military salute ticket for US military members. And there is a four, five or six day ticket option with a Park Hopper or Park Hopper Plus option. The four day is 369 with the Park Hopper and 399 with the Park Hopper Plus if you purchase by December 17th, and this is 2024, so you have a full year on that. A five day is 389 with a Park Hopper and 419 with a Park Hopper Plus and purchased by December 16th, 2024. Again, a full year. And then the sixth day is 409 with a Park Hopper and 439 with Park Hopper Plus. And you must purchase that by December 15th, 2024. There are blockout dates from March 24th to April 6th, which is Easter, and November 24th to 30th, which is Thanksgiving. Reservations for theme parks are still required for this ticket because it's a floating day. Um, it's not specific days. So you do need a park um, reservation for this ticket. Military members can also add Memory Maker for $98 in special price through I'm sorry, December 20th, 2024. Epcot's International Festival of the Arts will begin on January 12th, 2024 and go until February 19th, 2024 and we'll have food, music, and plenty of art. Uh, we have dates for Moonlight Magic in 2024 in Epcot, January 25th and March 1st. 
Hollywood Studios, August 27th. Animal Kingdom, they still have one in 2023, which is December 13th. And then the 2024 dates are February 27th and April 23rd. And Typhoon Lagoons are June 4th and July 11th. And finally, for Parks News, Asha from Disney's new movie, Wish, which is in theaters November 22nd, is now greeting guests in Epcot in the World Showcase Friendship Ambassador Gazebo. And there are a couple movie releases that have delayed um, openings. Uh, the release of live-action Snow White has been delayed from March 2024 now till March 21st, 2025. And Pixar's Elio has been delayed from June 2024 to now June 13th, 2025. And these are all because of the writer's strike. Um, in hotel news, massive gingerbread creations will be at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, and a brand new display at the Yacht Club. Some have even started to go up. And in other news, in Disney Cruise Line, they announced that the new Disney treasure will allow weddings and vow renewals starting uh, February 8th, 2025. You must have a cruise reservation before booking the wedding. It is not cheap, too. Speaking of Disney Cruise Line, Monday, November 6th is when you can start booking for 2025 cruises. All right, so fun ESPN news. ESPN Bet is debuting on November 14th, and this is an agreement with Penn Entertainment in 17 states where betting is legal. If it is legal in your state, then you will be able to do this. This will replace ESPN Daily Wager program, and now will be called ESPN Bet Live on November 10th. And there is also a chance to enter a sweepstakes to win a trip to ESPN headquarters in Bristol, Connecticut. Um, all right, in Disney Springs, the Bose Signature Candles has opened on the west side. Check out the Disney-inspired scents. Um, coming soon, there will be a candle-making experience for $25. And finally, for the news, Walt Disney Company plans to purchase the remaining 33% stake in Hulu from Comcast, Comcast NBC Universal for about 8 0.6 billion dollars. This deal will give Disney full control of Hulu. Yay! All right, so that is the news. Here are the park hours starting Friday, November 3rd. Magic Kingdom will be open from 9 a.m. to midnight. Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Sunday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Oh my goodness, every single day is different. Monday, 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Tuesday, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., Wednesday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Thursday is our first Christmas party. The park hours will be from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. with the Christmas party from 7 to midnight. Epcot's park, Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios park hours are 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and Animal Kingdom is every day 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. except for Saturday, and that is 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Typhoon Lagoon, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is 10 to 5, and then it closes. And then Blizzard Beach will be open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. 
Boardwalk, 6.30 to 10, 6.30 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Disney Springs, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m., except on Friday and Saturday when it is until 11.30 p.m. And finally, the weather. It is fall in Florida. We love the change in temperatures. Expect highs in the high 70s throughout the weekend and mid 80s to start the week throughout. The lows stay in the high 60s and low 70s all throughout the week. It is forecast to be partly sunny every day, but don't let the forecast fool you. A pop-up shower could surprise you, so always be prepared for rain and stock up on your sunscreen. I am a little bit more north of um, Orlando, and we got into the mid-40s this morning. It was... Wow. It was spooky. I'll take it. <laughs> but yes, it was nice, but it did get up to about 75, so it was really wow. nice here today. So, anyway, so that is all the news for today. I guess I'm uh, heading out, so see you real soon. All right, take care, Jess. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. Always Bye -bye. appreciate it. Great new job with the news. Thank you. All right, and for those of you who don't know, I'm Stuart, along with Kurt, Darlene, and John, and we're going to bring you the second portion of our show shortly. But I do want to mention something. Just was talking about the weather here, and there are people like in Chicago or Pennsylvania that are hearing this forecast here, and they're going, oh, those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> we had snow in 27 degrees on Halloween. Yeah. You know, they're talking about in the 70s and 80s for their fall weather, and it's like, then you'll hear a couple of months from now, January, February, we'll have like two days of when I say winter, like maybe we'll go down in the middle of the night into the 40s, and during the day it'll be in the 50s, and people would complain about how freezing cold it is here, and people who have temperatures below zero are going to be going, or they'll be giving us the, the middle finger. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so it's all relative. If you know California's perfect weather, they also have earthquakes. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, the topic for tonight. Is, can, I, can I can I make one quick comment about the news not. before we get into our topic? Sure, go ahead. And, well, I mean, it, it ties into our show from last week. So we heard how they're going to start having weddings on Disney Cruise Line. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe they could have funerals on Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> <laughs> Buried at sea. If you're not sure what we mean, go back and listen to last week's show. Yeah, maybe somebody wants to be buried at Castaway Key. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's, that's all right. So tonight's topic is why you shouldn't be afraid to try different foods at Walt Disney World. You know, there are so many times, and I think all of us know people that have gone to the parks it's like we know a family where every time they go, or I should say when they have, they live here, but when their family comes down to visit them, it's always the same thing. Regal Eagle. Or somebody will go for burgers all the time. They won't eat anything else. Or hot dogs or, you know, or they're afraid to allow their kids to try anything because they think they're only going to eat peanut butter and jelly or chicken nuggets. Um, you're losing out on so much if you don't experiment while you're here. And there's a lot of different things you can do, a lot of different places you can go. So let's start off by giving some of the reasons why people should experiment when they come to Walt Disney World, trying different foods and restaurants. Anybody want to go first? It's safe. 
you could try just about anything and 99% of the time you don't have to worry about getting food poisoning. <laughs> okay. That, that's a it's good reason. For it. Okay. Hey, you can go and buy sushi over at your grocery store. It might not be the freshest. It's going to be fresh at Disney World. I can't eat it, but you can eat it. It depends at the at what supermarket you get. I can tell you right now, Publix has a huge turnover in sushi. Yeah, you never have to, you never have to worry about it there being um, unsafe. Especially on uh, sushi Wednesdays. Oh my God, it comes it goes flying off the shelves on that day. It does. It can't keep enough in stock. That's because they give a discount that day. What is it? Buy one get one, I think, or. No, $5. No, that's it. Yeah. For a tray, which is, that, that's, I mean, that's enough of a serving for me. It's like, I think, what, uh, eight pieces, I think, is on that tray? For, for us guys here, I know, Kurt, you can't eat it. Uh, John, I don't think it would be enough for, I've, I've had the sushi on Wednesdays. It's not enough. One, you know, one, two's not enough. If you threw it on a grill, I might try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I could still eat fish, I wouldn't eat sushi. I, I love sushi. Um, anyway, you know, how many people are afraid to try the Japanese pavilion for the sushi there or the hibachi? You know, it's great food. And a lot of people pass it up because either they've never had Japanese food or they just feel they'd rather go with the safer choice. They might go to, God forbid, Nine Dragons, which they might recognize more of the items on the menu than they might someplace else. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why people gravitate towards certain restaurants because they recognize the burgers, the fries and things like that. And it's familiar food to them. They're yeah. not used to, trying different things or or they just never have well people can be creatures of habit about just about anything. so but and it's understandable but one of the things i thought about is you can miss out on seeing parts of walt disney world Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't otherwise see so for instance going out to some of the resorts going to a restaurant at one of the resorts so let's say something like boma or uh tusker house well i'm sorry tusker house is in the parks uh Gico, or uh maybe the topolinas terrace something like that if if mm-hmm. you're afraid you're not gonna like or the food's not the standard kind of food that you like to eat you might miss out on seeing so many parts of walt disney world you wouldn't otherwise mm-hmm. see and you know what? I think the best restaurants are in the resorts. I, I agree. You know, take time out of the parks. If you spend the entire day in the parks, you're going to either suffer a meltdown from being out in the heat all day long mm. or, or being exhausted from running around all day long. You know, leave, relax, go to a resort, have, have dinner there, lunch, breakfast, anything. Well, and along the lines of what Kurt said, it, it's not just safe, but their menus are so well put together and flexible, you can find something that feels more comfortable to you. Right. And if you're afraid, you know, because of allergies that you might suffer from, oh, Disney will well, it, bend over backwards to accommodate. Yeah, go ahead, Kurt. 
I was going to say, along those lines, expanding on what John was saying, if you look farther down on the menu, it will show you gluten-free, mm -hmm. fish-free, you know, if you're allergic to any shellfish or anything, it'll give you your options that don't have any of that in there. I don't know. I like my gluten. I'm, I'm a glutton for gluten. <laughs> yeah. or, or even things that aren't on the menu. Disney is very flexible and accommodating, so you can ask for something that's not necessarily on the menu, and a lot of times they can accommodate you. And you know what else? Disney will also Disney's menus are geared for the masses. They they're they know people have broad tastes in food, so they try not to make them too. What's the right word I'm looking for? They, they won't define it to a particular taste. They'll try to cook their food that enough people from all walks of life might be interested in and enjoy. Yeah. Sometimes Disney gets criticized for that. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to have, let's say, uh, you know, African inspired or uh, Spanish inspired or something else, you know, Italian, they, they get criticized because they, quote dumb the food down a little bit they 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 don't put in as much spice or they don't put in as much flavor because they're afraid that it'll turn people off right so again disney knows what people want and like so they're to your point they're trying to appeal to everybody and so mm -hmm. it may not be as extreme as you think it's going to be correct um you know, if you like chicken, there are a million different places to go than, you know, I'm just going to throw knee. I love Columbia Harbor House, but I'm going to Columbia Harbor House and ordering chicken fingers or chicken nuggets. Yeah. There are so many better, and when I say better choices, I don't mean better. I mean different choices where you could enjoy the food just as much, if not more. And you're getting a different flavoring of something that you wouldn't know otherwise if you just stuck to the same place all the time. How many people go to Walt Disney World and where they'll go to the Magic Kingdom and they run over to um, Cosmic Rays? Great they have food. a nice variety of food right now. Yes, yes, they do. But it's the same kind of choices you can get in most parts of Disney World. Oh, yeah. That's their – that's the go-to. Everyone can find something – that they might like. Right. And I understand why they do that because for, for that exact reason, somebody, everybody can find something they might like, but, but it's not trying something different that might be out of your normal daily habit when you're back home. I mean, you, you need to have those places, especially in the park, you because do. there's so many people that have to be fed, you know, so many people that need to eat lunch, so many people mm -hmm. that need to eat dinner. So you have to have those places because you're not going to get 100% of people to go to things that maybe oh, yeah. are a little more adventurous. So you need that balance. Absolutely. But you know what? I challenge everybody who's going to go to Walt Disney World from tomorrow forward. Go to one restaurant. I don't care if it's quick service, if it's sit down. Go to one restaurant that you've never been to before and, and get something that looks like it would appeal to you, but you're not sure. Try it. Just just try that experiment, see if you really like it or not, and see if you would go back there again, or if you'd be willing to try something different another time. 
So we have an open challenge to everybody. And speaking of open challenges, I challenge you, yes, that's right, you, to give us that thumbs up, <laughs> that like button. <laughs> and Darlene, too. Oh, yeah. we Well, I think the campaign to save Darlene is, you know, it's not doing well. Oh. It's, uh, you know, I think that's why she's been so quiet tonight, because oh, she God. knows she, she's on the outs. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I've just been listening to everything you guys have said, and I agree with a lot of it. Um, you know, I have family members and friends that like going to the same old place, you know, because they're familiar with the booth. They're familiar with, you know, the different, you know, places that will accommodate allergies and stuff. I honestly think the only I have a few restaurants in Epcot I haven't eaten yet, and Animal Kingdom, and that's it. I think we've touched base in most of them in Hollywood Studios and in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, um, there aren't that many restaurants in the parks I haven't eaten at over the years. Uh, there are some I haven't been to in many years. Uh, there are some I... And I'll be honest, there were a couple in Epcot I would never, ever go back to. Right. Um, with, on, under normal circumstances. One is Nine Dragons. I, I just never like the food or the pricing of the food for what you're, what the offering is. Um, Mexico. I used to love the food in Mexico, but it's changed over the years, and it's not very good um, in Mexico. At the, at the fast service? No, not the fast service. The sit-down. Oh, the sit down, yes. Yeah, yes, we discussed that already. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Offhand, I can't think of the name. San Angelin. That's it. San Angelin, yeah. Um, great atmosphere. I mean, if you're looking for a romantic atmosphere or of, uh, you can't beat that atmosphere there. Food quality, eh, they really do need to improve upon the food. Um, and there are very few restaurants in Disney. I, I can say that I wouldn't go back again. I said I'd more likely go back to San Angelin um, than I would nine dragons and and i have friends that eat at nine dragons all the time and they love it yeah it's everybody's it's a matter of taste. Taste. that's the great thing about disney right it's it your choice it's your right. taste mm -hmm. so and and the key thing with that though where you're saying hey try something new one of the main things we do now when we're researching we know all about the attractions i mean we haven't missed a year in forever. What we don't know about is what's changed on the menu, what's come back, what's gone away. Because yep. mm -hmm. the menus have changed a lot since the COVID uh, pandemic. Absolutely. They're starting to bring real, you know, real oh, choices food. back instead of, yeah, real food. No, real choices, though. Whereas, you know, you used to have 12 items that went down to five. Now it's coming back up again. We're getting more choices again. And research is the key. Again, if you're looking at it and you're looking for something new, Look at all the menus. There's a lot of places you can go. You can go right to the app and look at it on your app. Yeah, what, when, what's new? What we always used to do was when we did not live in Florida would be, okay, we're going on vacation with or without our kids. Let's say with the kids, just as an example. And we try to find places that we had never been to before. And we would try to find a place that had food on it that might be different from what we're accustomed, accustomed to getting every day. But in the food groups that we know somebody, if not all of us in our group, enjoys. 
so you know it could be a dessert item it could be a meat item it wouldn't be a vegetable item with me unless it was potatoes <laughs> And that's where well, going with somebody smaller, else needs smaller party helps. Yeah. yeah, that's where going with a smaller party helps because trying to please six people with food is a lot harder than just helping three or four. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I think my reason for wanting to do this show is there are so many people that will go to the Backlot Express every time they're in Hollywood Studios or... Um, What's the other place? ABC the commissary. ABC commissary. That's what they know. And it's like, okay, we've tried it before. We like it. You know, try something different. I'm not a fan of, and bear with me, John, of sci-fi dining, but not because of the food itself and not because of the atmosphere. Great atmosphere. Food is great. It's the cost of the food in comparison to what you get at Backlot Express, which is very similar, not to a large degree, but to some degree. But I would recommend that place for people who've never been there before because it's a great experience. You Obvious. also have to deal with being possibly uncomfortable in the seats there, depending on how tall or uh, otherwise you might be. Uh, and, it's not the most comfortable place. And like Kurt said, the menus are always changing. Mm-hmm. Like and, you say, they, they bring new things in, they uh, mm -hmm. bring things back that have gone away. So if you don't go visit some of the restaurants that you tend not to go, you know, if there's a, a lot of restaurants you tend not to go to, you're missing out on not just what they have there today, but what they could have there tomorrow, what they have yeah. next year. Yeah. And I'm going to tell everybody who's watching and listening to the show, regardless of what we say, you know, we might be giving you some good advice and picking new things. Don't listen to us when we say, well, we like this, but we don't like this. Because what I like, John may hate. What John likes, I might hate. It, you know, it's everybody's individual taste. You've got to try for your, you know what you're going to like, what you're not going to like. And you know what you might be willing to try. And sometimes you just have to throw caution to the wind also. And you might actually like something. Right. So, but you can also try. So, you don't have to get maybe a whole big entree. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could get a small plate or an appetizer, a dessert, a snack. So if you don't like something, you know, maybe not as much, you don't lose as much at it. You don't lose the entire time for a big long meal. You don't lose as much money if you don't like something. So if you're not sure about a restaurant, try something smaller and less expensive to get that sense of, whether you might like something yeah. like. and maybe yeah. it, maybe it becomes one of your new favorites yeah absolutely you know we went to the brown derby once and none of us were in the mood for a full meal so we got appetizers and of course dessert <laughs> so, and it was great it, you know it was you know the cop salad was very popular that night but um but building off of that what what john was saying if you're looking a lot of maybe you want to try something different that's over at epcot yeah it year round now yeah yes a kiosk yeah try something from the kiosk a lot of times that might be a smaller portion of what they have in one of the restaurants nearby yeah so it'll yes. give you a taste of what's there yeah like the beer cheddar soup or um thumb, canadian um, cheddar cheese soup 
Yep. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. My wife makes it. Yep. So I've done it too. You know, but that goes with the, you know, if you're looking for a dessert, you know, it goes with the snack stands too. You might have tried regular Dole Whips your entire life, or just the Dole Whip float. Try something different. A different Dole Whip float. Yeah, different yeah. flavor. They have different flavors now. Still yeah. waiting for as them to bring as... the fresh pineapple to put on them like they do in Hawaii. <laughs> Correct. As much as I love that pineapple Dole Whip float, that new coconut one that they've got is oh. really, really good. I shouldn't call it new. I think I've had it there for two years now. Mm. It's really, really good. It's it's now it's taken over my go-to. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Because yeah. you tried something new. There we go. Yeah. So let me ask everybody here, what was the last restaurant or food you've tried in a restaurant that you had not eaten any time before on any other trip that you truly enjoy? I just talked about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Coconut Dole Whip. The Coconut Dole Whip. I've not tried that one yet. Um, it could be anything, any food. Any food at this I'm going to something we've never tried. I go to different restaurants. I don't go to the same restaurants all the time. No, certainly, you know, lunch and you know some of those simpler meals tend to return to places, but I'm always eating in a different resort restaurant or a different restaurant within the parks. I'm trying to think of what the latest one was, though. Topolino's yeah, is one I've been going for the last few years, had never been there before, and both dinner and breakfast were fabulous. Um, and also Primo Piatto, which is there in the Riviera as well is their counter service, quick service. And that's got some excellent food there. Yeah, how about you, Darlene? <sighs> I'm showing picture. my three Mickey stuffed key lime curd with raspberries and bacon waffles at Vero mm. Beach. That was absolutely delicious. <laughs> That is, I think, right now my my favorite. <laughs> you know, I just went to Trattoria Al Forno on Disney's Boardwalk. Had never oh, been nice. there before. Oh, okay. Tried, tried the pizza. Now the pizza is not Via Napoli pizza, but it was very good. And mm -hmm. for those of you who know how bad the pizza is in Florida, <laughs> you know where I'm coming from. It was just like, just give me pizza. I just, I haven't had it. I need it. It was really good. Really, really good. And I would get is it. it brick oven there? I don't know. Um, I don't sense from the flavoring of the pizza that it was, but I'm not sure. It, it, if they do it in a very, very hot, hot oven, that could make a difference too. I don't think a lot of places down here know how to. Pizza needs to be cooked at a high heat for a short period of time. You also have the, the dough also has the has to have the yeah. right consistency from the water that you Correct. don't get down here in Florida. Um, mm -hmm. Unless you're right. that's why they ship it down from Pennsylvania. Yep, yep. that's exactly right. That's said via Napoli. They do. Yeah, yeah, yep. Wait, you mentioned Trattoria Al Forno. Mm -hmm. We uh, on a recent trip went to breakfast there for the first time. We had never eaten there before. 
their breakfast was excellent. And I've heard, heard Lottie say the same thing. Yeah. And we were surprised. I, I would have never thought about, you know, an Italian restaurant having a good hearty breakfast. And it was, yeah. Uh, we were very um, pleasantly surprised. And you know what? Uh, I went to a buffet at Disney World that I'd never been to before, Cape May Cafe. Mm. And that is by far right now my favorite all-time buffet. I'm mean, bar none. Yeah. It's not it's the biggest in the world, it's but it's really like, where can you get yeah. all that variety of seafood and meat? You know, and it, it's it was incredibly great. And I can't wait to go back there again. That's how good it was. Was it busy? Uh, it was... Or hard to get into? No, it wasn't hard to get into, but most tables were taken. Not all, but most tables okay. were taken. But the Where is Cape May? Is that in Yacht Club? Beach Club. Yeah, Beach Club? Yep. Yeah, it's close to the Yacht Club, that side of Beach Club. Oh, right. Yeah. It's right in the middle? Okay. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Well, I think people forget about it. I, and that's... Disney has such a wealth of restaurants, as we said, across the resorts, across the parks, Disney Springs. There's there's so many opportunities. So, yeah, some of those people yeah. forget sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think there are, there are people, they figure they go into the parks for the day. They're going to stay in the parks. They don't. Some people don't think about making reservations. They'll wing it and hope they can get in somewhere, or it's out of their budget, or they think it's out of their budget, and they'd rather go for the quick service than the sit down. But depending on what you get at quick service and what you might order at a sit down restaurant, it may not cost you that much more. You know, we've had quick service where you know it's almost as much money as it is going to a sit down. If, if you eliminate the appetizer and dessert and just get an entree, you, you could do very well for yourself. You do have to be aware that some of the restaurants are fixed price. Yes. yes. And some of the, mm -hmm. and a lot of the fixed price restaurants, the price for lunch is the same as the price for dinner. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. You don't save anymore. No. Uh -huh. not, not, yeah. Um, th there are some fixed price restaurants I would not recommend because of the cost for for lunch let's say i think uh was uh oh god what's the name of that? is it beauty and the beast yeah um, yeah i guess that's it i'm sorry i i just don't think the lunch price is worth what you're getting at dinner all right it's another story you're gonna spend more for dinner but i think it's the same food too isn't it the same menu i think it is i think it is now i think so yeah, yeah. they used to have some kind of almost like quick service options for lunch. Yes, they did. But, but they don't have right. it anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, think, yeah. I think they need to we go ate back. The last year they did that. Yeah. Either I really wish they would go back to that. Right, I, I can't eat a huge meal like that, you know? Either go back to that or if you're going to do a fixed price for lunch, do a different menu for lunch and, and let the price reflect that it's lunch and not dinner. Different menu, you yeah. know, decrease the plate size. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the food options. Yeah. Um, yeah, but something to be aware of. Yep. You know, Kurt, you were talking before about how the menus kind of shrunk because of the pandemic and how they're mm -hmm. starting to come back. Well, that's the same thing pretty much anywhere you go. It, it wasn't just Disney. It right. was any restaurant, any cruise. 
um, they all followed that pattern of reducing menus and, and you are starting to see things come back in some places. Now I'm wondering for those, for Cheesecake Factory fans, yeah. their, their menu is like a phone book. I'm wondering oh if that's I know, big. right? Yeah, that I think is overkill. That is like the hugest menu I think I've ever seen anywhere. Yeah. You sit down in Cheesecake Factory and you're going through the menu. The waiter comes over. Have you decided it? No. Can you give me another hour, please? I think yeah. so. Menu by Tolstoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And last time we went there, my wife yelled at me for not looking at the menu online before we went. Because <laughs> it is that full. Yeah. It mm -hmm. is. It is. Um, you're making me hungry. We don't have one around here. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ours is pretty far, too. It's all the way in um, Orlando. All the way, or... all the way to Orlando. You know, translation. It's like twenty minutes away. <laughs> On um, a good day. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's it's in a tourist area, as most chain restaurants are. So, mm -hmm. if you're a resident down here, you try to avoid the tourist areas mm -hmm. as much yeah. as you can. I'd love to see them put one closer. <laughs> Sixty-one miles away is my closest. Wow. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, are there any restaurants at Walt Disney World uh, that you had no intention of trying, but someone talked you into it, or for, for some reason you said, let me just see what it's like, and you were pleasantly surprised? I already gave mine, Trotteria Al Forno. I I, I had never even thought about going there until we heard from somebody that they had a good breakfast. And, and so we did. We tried it and we were. I can give you one. I think Darlene knows the one I'm going to give. Tony's Town Square. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's really, really good, but I had eaten there before. I did not like the food. And I gave it another try some years later. And I was pleasantly surprised. Now, would I veer off of what I got and try something else? Mm, depends on what it is. But I, I was pleasantly surprised. Well, at least you're open to another opportunity now. Yeah. 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 Um, another restaurant I can give you, Mama Melrose. We had eaten there some years ago. The food was yeah. good. It, it was good. Not great, but good. We went back again, and it was great. So we decided to go back again, and it was great again. So we might have just, the first time, might have just been an off night. We don't know. Yeah, I haven't eaten there yet, but my daughter no. said it's delicious. Yeah, it is. We, yeah, we've enjoyed Mama Melrose most of the times that we've gone there. Mm -hmm. Usually, if we're not enjoying it, it's someone at our party that doesn't, they can't find anything on the menu that they really want. So, yeah. I've, I've got to go there sometime. I've thought about We're it good. all along. I've never eaten at Mama Melrose. Wow. Yeah. I would say it's very much worth it. Um, but, like I said, you know, everyone's taste is different. You know, there there's another um, podcaster that does a certain show that recommends a certain restaurant in Disney Springs all the time. And it's a restaurant that I do like, but I've had people from my own family and other people that I know very well have told me that it's just, eh. But I think it's the choice of what they pick to eat rather than the restaurant itself. I've never had, I've personally never had a bad meal there. 
Never. I would not want to go to said restaurant, most likely, because I would have very limited choices at that restaurant. Yeah, you would. Uh, you would. It's. it's I think I have two options, and one of them is way out of my price range. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I can tell you somebody had mentioned at one point that they got, I think it's the filet mignon sliders or steak sliders or and you know it, it was like being it was like being on a giant cruise ship and and having a life preserver in the middle of it with nothing else around it so they, they were disappointed in, in that i'm not going to give the name of the restaurant uh, i i don't want to sway people one way or the other <laughs> but i know you guys know which restaurant i'm talking about oh yeah John looks perplexed. Well, why don't you tell everyone? I'll tell you off. The, I'll tell you off. Oh, oh, oh! You're not okay. You're not going to share that. Okay, no, I, I don't want to do that. That's all right. Yeah. Um, are there any restaurants you guys have been to that was so god awful at Disney World that you just like you're done with it? Pizza Far. Yeah, I can't. Not argue. a fan. I no, I haven't know. really come across any that I didn't really, really like. Um, well, the only time I did was when I went back to Vero Beach after. Um, well, that's not Disney World. Yeah, I mean. That's not Disney World. Yeah. No, I will say really Docking long. Bay. Was it Docking Bay 7? Yeah. Last time we went there, we had a horrible experience, and it really turned us off mm. to it. Wow. The food wasn't as good as it was the first time. Could have just been never really timing. But um the chicken was dry. You know, the it just the family was very disappointed in it after we talked it up and talked how good it was. That could have been the way the food was prepared. Um I'm thinking it was an anomaly just because we've been there a few times. And it's it's been fairly consistent, and we enjoyed it. So, but I mean, that's that's the tough thing, though. It's tough to go back someplace if you didn't have a good experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just I, don't find enough food there to eat that I, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's not a big variety, so like once you have a wrap, you're you're, I'm I'm done. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been to Hollywood and Vine quite a few times, mm -hmm. and. Every time I go there, I'm expecting something different. And not on the menu. I'm just expecting them to do something a little bit better than they had before. And it always turns out to be the same. They're, they're consistent. I'll give them that. It, it's good food. It's not great food. So if you're looking for a buffet, that would not be my first or last choice. But it wouldn't, you know, it's, it's simple buffet food. It's like... How can I put this? It's like a step or two above old country buffet. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's for the masses, but not for you know. If you like buffets, it it wouldn't it shouldn't be your first choice. But I'm not telling people not to go there because if that's if you're in Hollywood Studios and you want a lot of food and you want to eat fast or slow, however pace whatever pace you want to go on, um, it's not a bad choice. But I, I would prefer the sit-down restaurants and quick-service restaurants there over Hollywood and Vine. 
So I just tossed this out to my son and said, what restaurant would you not want to return to? And he brought up one that I, it's been a while since we've gone back and that's Pinocchio's Village House. Really? And it, it, it's mostly just flatbread or Caesar salad. That's it. So. Yeah, they did change the menu there over the years. Uh, yeah. 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 Is it still the so, same now? That's it. I just looked it up. That's what I'm looking at sure? right now. Interesting. It's you've got all sorts of different flatbreads, three or a couple different Caesar salads, and, and or chicken strips. You see, I love Caesar salad. I love flatbreads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're the one that just got done talking about. Hey, you try something new. Mm -hmm. These are things you can get anywhere here. There's yeah. nothing, and it's not going to be the best. Well, you, you, you know, know what I mean? It's, it's not going to be the best one you're going to get. Speaking of Magic King, you know what restaurant has really gone downhill since COVID? Buffalo or uh, Pecos Bills. Yep, you got it. That's the one I was thinking about. That's really gone downhill. Yeah. There's no fix the They don't have the salad bar anymore. I mean, I, I you know, I get that. Um, but the quality of the burgers is not the same. Uh, they, but I said to my family, though, because the last three times that we've gone, oh, let's go here. It's got the variety. Let's get the food. I, I've always, I think the last three times I've tried three different things and every time I was disappointed. Mm -hmm. hmm. So I. Yeah, it's happened to me the last couple of times I was there. I, I wouldn't go back for, it's going to be a long time before I go back there. Yeah, it's it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, even we, with being open to the different options and opportunities, we still have our own preferences and mm -hmm. we still have our own boundaries. Absolutely. You know, if you're a Magic Kingdom, you can't. The I, I love Crystal Palace for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It doesn't matter. Just love it. Um. Columbia Harbor House is a great place if you're looking for quick service. I just want my lobster roll back. And I, I can't, cheese. yeah. <laughs> they used to have fish and chips on the menu. I want them to bring that back, too. Yeah. Chicken pot um, pie. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. There's literally the only thing I can eat in that restaurant is chicken strips wow. or the mixed green salad. That's it. I wanted the chicken pot pie. So bad I wanted that chicken pot pie. It's mm -hmm. not available. I think it wasn't Pennsylvania pot pie, but that's a different discussion. We had that discussion before. Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania pot pie doesn't have crust. You know, I, I would tell people right. who are going to Walt Disney World, if you're going to Animal Kingdom, Satuli's Canteen, that's different. And I love it. Amazing. it but it's different without feeling strange. Correct. So you can get a, a cheeseburger pod yep. that it's yep. it's different from a cheeseburger. But if you like cheeseburgers, you'll probably like the cheeseburger pod. Right. And mm -hmm. you can get different meat on salad, rice, or right. noodles. Um, I, I would venture to, if you, or I'm sorry, if you feel adventurous, go to Tusker House. Oh, my. I, I couldn't agree more. Tusker House. And mm -hmm. you, you have this expectation possibly that the spices are going to be really strong. But mm -hmm. my experience is there's a little bit of spice for flavor, mm -hmm. but it, it's not overwhelming by any means. I, yep. I think it feels normal to me. It feels comfortable to me. Same thing 
I used to feel with, or when I went to Akershus before it came the Princess Buffet, yeah. uh, we made it more expensive, but. <laughs> uh, now it's a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, it's a meet and greet. So, but they have food that was familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Not, not that I would eat it all the time for dinner, but it, it all felt comfortable. Well, when I went there, I tried venison for the first time. Loved it. And I've always wanted to go back ever since. And it's not there anymore, at least not for the time being. Hopefully it'll come back. I mean, they have meatballs. People like Most people like meatballs. Yep. You know, it may yep. not have been made quite the same as you had done it, but. Yep. All right, and uh, any parting advice for people who might just be afraid of trying something different? Don't be afraid to try food. If you don't like something, you can always tell your server and they can always get you something different or offer you, you know, something that you might like. Right, or you know what you can do also, just say, look, I'm willing to try this. If I don't like it, would there be a problem sending it back and getting something else they might bring you a sample taste of it oh right yeah yeah if you're worried about allergies every table service restaurant i've ever been to at disney when the server walks up and asks does anyone have any food allergies and i say seafood and this and this and this they literally will bring out the chef to me to when i'm telling them what i want to eat he will let me know if there's anything in there that I have to worry about or if they got to change something up. So they will take care of you at any of the ta- at any of the table service restaurants there. Yep. And that's my biggest thing I got to worry about because my wife had something that was hummus once. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, let me take a bite without knowing what's in hummus. And I think they were like deep fried hummus sticks or something that were from Morocco. It was really, really good. Luckily, I only took one bite because I immediately started getting a migraine from it. So I, I know what it is that you're eating before you eat it. Yeah. yeah. I just you can always food. ask for a menu explanation of what, what's in the food. And that's true, too. They will, give, they will do that for you. Yeah. Well, and I just knew there was no seafood in it, so I thought it'd be okay. Ask your family or friends who visit Disney World, what are some of the things that they, what are some of the places that they've eaten that you haven't eaten? And they, you know, if you trust them, you can get a more comfortable feel for trying things. And like we said, try some of the smaller things, the snacks, the appetizers, desserts, you know, maybe go for breakfast or a small, you know, a smaller lunch. Uh, you know, get introduced to it, give it a try, and go out and see more of Walt Disney World. Yeah, and I'm going to recommend something to everybody out there. If you've never been on a Disney cruise, mm. go on a Disney cruise, mm. and you know what? You can get 10 appetizers. You can get 10 <laughs> meals, 20 desserts. You can order everything on the menu. They won't care. They'll just bring it to you. They're small portions. But that way you could try different things. And if you see something similar when you go to Walt Disney World after that, you won't be as afraid to try something different. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be small. They'll bring multiple app or yes. sorry, multiple entrees to you, multiple yeah. desserts to mm-hmm. you. And I know somebody who's done that. All the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, my older son guy. was on the adult menu. And when my younger son, when the guy offered him an extra corn dog, my older son's like, oh, and he goes, oh, you want one? I'll bring you one, too. You want one or two? The Rick's like, two more, please. <laughs> Boom. Fill up the plate with food. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, my both, I think both my kids, my son definitely likes corn dogs. I can't stand corn dogs. Oh, I love corn I'm dogs. I'm with your son holding them up. <laughs> tried one once. Hollow has a good corn dog. Yeah, I tried one once. I'll never go near another one. Um, you like cornbread? I like cornbread and I like hot dogs. I just yeah. don't like them the together. two together. Yeah, oh, I think they're. It's like some people like chocolate coated pretzels. I can't stand the sweet and the. I just did. Really? Wow. I, I wow. love chocolate covered I love chocolate. I love almonds. I can't eat the two together. Oh, I my God. butter and chocolate together. I can't eat the almonds. You know, so, and everybody out there has got different yeah. and dislikes. Mm-hmm. And that's our point of this whole show. Mm-hmm. Try something that's different, but with things that you feel are relative. When I say safe, I don't mean safe, safe. I mean relatively safe. Like you'll take a chance on the flavoring, on how it's prepared. Um, like John said, if you've got friends that you go out to dinner with all the time, they've been to Disney World and they're saying, yeah, this is great. They know your taste, so they know what you're like in, in yeah, all yeah, that. Talk to somebody you trust. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if somebody's from Buffalo and they tell you the pizza's <laughs> good at this place, don't trust them. <laughs> we have some good pizza in Buffalo. Um. I, I'll t- I really miss the pizza from New Jersey and New York, especially New York City. I really do. Because down here, when I say down here, I mean in Florida, you do not get anything that comes close. Um, we found one place that's halfway decent, and it's just not the same. You know, Viennapoli, which is very different from any pizza you'll get in New York, is excellent. It's great. Um, but you can't compare the two. It, it's very different. Same thing with Kurt. You, I'm sure you like Chicago-style pizza. Good luck finding it down here. They used to have the Pizzeria Uno down there. Yeah. I don't think, think it's there anymore. I think they closed. They closed like yeah. The one on 192, I think. Yeah, the one on 192, is, I believe, is closed. I think there was one. There was one right across the street near the grocery store um, from Disney Springs at the end of what is that hotel row, whatever they call that down there? There used to be one there. I don't think there, there, there is a pizzeria uno in Winter Park, uh, Florida. So, so that's about as close as you're going to get to deep dish pizza, Chicago style pizza. Yeah. Um, hey, I, I like a good thin crust too. And you know, as long as I can go to Via Napoli, yeah, there you happy go. customer. Yep. I'm sorry, they're not customer, happy guest. Yeah. You never want to be a customer at Disney. Yes. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't want to be. A, you see people going like this. That's not a good thing. Yeah. You never want to be a customer at Disney. <laughs> All right. So. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Anybody else want to add anything before we scoot out of here? All right. Well, I appreciate everybody stopping by to watch or listen to us this week. We hope you have a great rest of the week, a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Enjoy the magic wherever you are. We'll see you next time right here, same place, same time. And until then, be safe, be yourself. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody.
All this talking about all these food options makes me realize I'm so rumbly in my tumbly. Time for something sweet. Ah, uh, it would be sweet if you come back and see us again next week, and we hope that you don't say, oh, bother. Good night. Have a magical night. Stay safe and pack your sunscreen and your ponchos. And right now, a warm coat.